The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's been a long day. Grab a cold drink and step into the man cave. Your hosts, Ray Austin and J.D. Harris, are getting the discussion together, so it's sure to be an exciting hour of fun and talk. We want to hear from you, too, so get ready to speak your mind. We don't judge here. Now your hosts of The Man Cave, J.D. Harris and Ray Austin. Yo, what's going on? Happy Wednesday, everyone. Out here, chilling in with some sweatshirts and jeans and stuff like that. And I'm looking on the other end, and I see this dude I haven't seen or talked to in a long time. Um, I thought he got taken away by aliens really? uh, or he got locked up, got left his wallet in El Segundo. Ray, where are you been, mate? What are you talking about? We talk all we talk every day almost. I just I just I just haven't been in the cave for a couple of weeks. That's the problem. But uh I miss you guys. I mean, you know, you need to get a hug from everybody out there listening to the cave right now. Ray, I was about to uh revoke your man cave pass. Where have you been? What's what's how, been going how on? you gonna do that? And I'm on the board of directors. <laughs> you hey. can't fire can't fire one of the co founders. Hey. You remember Caesar, Caesar and Brutus, Jesus and Judas? <laughs> oh, dang. Okay, there you go. Now, actually, you know, I, first of all, I want to say what's up to everybody in the man cave and everybody that's listening. want to just apologize. I've been out with uh, my other, you know, career, and that's, you know, running around trying to be a police officer on Chicago Fire. So I was uh, blessed to, 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 to get on one of the... The couple of episodes that are, is coming up for Chicago Fire, which shoots here in Chicago on NBC on Wednesday. So it comes out tonight. So, it, so are you, uh, are you not on doing tonight? anything? I don't know if it's tonight. Uh, the, the, it's either this week, next week. It's in a, usually when you shoot, you know, a month, uh, two, two, week, two weeks, it takes a couple of weeks for them to, you know, edit it and get all that stuff together and then, you know, show you the final product. So I, I'm, I'm, if I'm not on tonight, kind of look for in the next couple of weeks. So that's kind of, I mean, because before I've seen you in things with uh, your handcuffs on and stuff like that, did they put their mm-hmm. hands on you? <laughs> nah, you know, it, I don't want to give it away, but basically who I am, my, my name is Officer Hiller and I'm the first respondent to anything that happened. So this is not my first time being on Chicago Fire, you know, it's my, actually my third. So uh, hopefully this will, you know, generate some some uh, reoccurring roles on that show. So they're kind of using a lot of people in Chicago, and uh, for some reason, I, I I fit this police guy. I don't know why it is, man. I'd I'd been on I'd been a policeman on Prison Break, Crisis, uh, The Beast with Patrick Swayze. Uh, uh, just, just the, the the list just goes on, and and for some reason, policeman just fits me. I don't know what it is. So I think being typecast. I, I think so. And my yeah. NWA voice bumped the police. That's a little shade right there. I mean, you know what? <laughs> they ain't got no room for me. But it was funny. Uh, well, 
I, I can say this with all the, the the mess and the madness that's going on with the police now. You know, it's 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 ridiculous, and you know, uh, you, you know, we we just talking. We 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 you know how we doing the man cave and just seeing this 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 new incident that just came out uh, with the you know the uh, the the cop that 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 just shot another man. You know, killed another man is now up for murder. You know, and it's like when you see these videos, which I, I nowadays, you know, it, it's a it's a great, it's a good thing. It's a gift and a curse. Just the way where we can, you know, information is 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 given to us so fast and so quickly nowadays. But you you can't mess up anymore. Well, it, you well, can't here's the make th- up things anymore. Well, you you can, but you can't. And what I'm gonna say, I mean, because there's been cases where they've seen people get choked, like the guy. In New York and stuff yeah. like that, and it was video evidence, right. but it's still and and now, and we know things are manipulated to even the video, you know, the edited versions. Unless someone uploads it themselves right away, you know, right. that can be. Sometimes they'll have video evidence, and it still not work, and the is not concrete as we would think. Right. Well, but this situation here, you know. The oh, guy yeah, shows him dropping. <laughs> yeah, the cop, I mean, the cop just literally just set the whole scene up. And in, in which I, when I think about that, you're like, man, you think about all, you know, you, you always hear these, these, uh, you know, uh, case people say, man, this person, you know, they, they put this on, on us. And, and, you know, you hear about cops, you know, leaving guns, leaving drugs and all that. Then when you see it being done, then you go, man, yo, like, whoa, how many other cases were actually like this that, you know, we just didn't get the chance to film and we didn't give, you know, somebody didn't pull out that camera and, and just show that. I, I just think right now it's it's so, you know, it, it's, it's scary to see to, to see live footage of somebody shooting and killing a black man like that. It's, it's scary to I don't know about you, but it's scary to me. Yeah, oh, yeah. To, I mean, to because, see it like that. I mean, and again. To see when the one guy got choked and I can't breathe, and you know, and, yeah. and, and, and you see these things, and when you see the people get acquitted uh, yeah. and things like that, it, it definitely puts a fear. Like, at what point do I have to do to protect myself? What what resolve before you start feeling the need to retaliate? That's your yeah. only way, and then now they're really justified. Um, cause just recently I was looking back home and it was a 17 year old boy shot in Zion and you used to live in Zion, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, I play with the, bears. By the cop, the cop shot a 17 year old boy in Zion about four days ago or Sunday. In fact, Saturday or Sunday. And it's like, at what point do we get beyond this? And what recourse are we left with to deal with these things? Um, uh, and how do we use the different platforms that we have available being uh, now we're considered the older men of color mm-hmm. to set an example and to teach, you know, how do we teach the young ones to respond in these situations? Because, I mean, you almost have to stand up with your hands in the air. Immediately. Say, Immediately. Yes, sir. No, sir. Don't flinch. Don't do anything. And almost lay crucifix on the ground uh i mean our options are be- becoming very limited 
and it's scary because you, you first thought, you know, even as, as, as older black men, we look at this and say, you know what? They are targeting our young kids. That's not even the case anymore. It's they they're targeting, targeting us. us, period. And, and, then you know, you, and I'm not, it, it, you know, you know how we are. We don't ever make, make things racist, racist or whatever not. But it's when you see this. Uh, you know, as a black man, I've, I've, I have I have been pulled over for nonsense. I have been walking down the street in Chicago, and I told this story uh, once before. In the in the middle of an intersection where I live was in the north side of Chicago, and which you know you you can you can kind of wanted to take the ratio it's probably 10 to 1 uh 10 10, 10 being you know uh, a caucasian neighborhood and i'll do the same walk from my from my uh that was my warm-up for my workout i'll do my same walk to la fitness and on my way back i actually on my, my way there I actually had to take a different route because there was uh construction in chicago so i had to go around go through some alleys and whatnot and took the same the same exact uh, uh travel going back home do you know I got stopped in a four, uh, in a in a in an intersection, in the middle of an intersection, walking with my bag, my headphones on, cop car swarmed in the middle of an intersection, bro. And literally, I mean, I'm looking around like, man, somebody's about to get messed up, you know, and figure it out, find out it was me. I had to literally like freaked out. I took my headphones off, I put my hands on my, you know, on, on their car. They, you know, they took my bag off. They went through my bag. Saw, you know, looked in what I had in it, asked me who I was, and man, I was like, wow. I was so, I went from, you know, a college graduate, former professional athlete, you know, on my own business, you know, and, and all the accolades that I've done in my life to being literally pointed, I mean, literally just, just, just inferior in seconds. Mm-hmm. And said that they, someone uh, said there was a robbery in the neighborhood. Like really? I live in this neighborhood. There's no robberies in this neighborhood. It's like, it's like eleven o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? And it was, it was just, it, it, it was sad. And you know, the people that see me walk that same walk, I had to see them and look at them. And you know, it was just, it was embarrassing. And and thank God, it ended up me being able to tell this story. Other people can't tell this story. That that guy's, you know, he's he's he. They're, they're, his family's putting together a funeral right now. Yeah, and, and just recently, uh, going to the, back to the kind of Zion uh, situation, the young man, uh, two, a couple days before that, there was another young man. He pretty much choked someone in front of the cops, assaulted the cop, things like that, and he walks out alive. Mm. I mean, <laughs> and not saying that anyone should lose their life, yeah. but people are losing and. You know, there's no question what Hugh the young man was, but people are u- losing their lives. Like, and I get it where people are saying Black Lives Matter. You know, people don't want to hear that being said. And it kind of reminds me of the video that our mutual friend posted uh, about the truth, uh, <laughs> Junior. I don't know. Wow. And, and, and so it was like, it, it's some it's some things that need to be addressed. And uh this is the forum, and I know we're more than just sports. This is the type of talk that takes place in the cave. Um, and speaking of that and video evidence, I'm going to jump into another part. Aaron Hernandez. I don't know if you've been following it. Mm. Have you been following yep. it? Yep. Now, it's very interesting that if you had to say, based on your suspicion, <laughs> the boy is guilty as two left. <laughs> Man, it don't – I mean – I don't even know why it's taking this long. 
but there's not a lo- enough circum- uh, circumstantial uh, circumstantial evidence True. to show okay this that and the other and mm-hmm. he very well with this case he may they may tie him up being there and a part of the other people but him directly with murder it's about to get thrown out and I know, I know people look at this and, you know, see favor because he's an athlete and he had millions of dollars and he was able to, you know, be able to afford that type of legal, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, protection. And, and, and a lot of people can't. But when you see this, you like, oh, come on, dude. Like how? Yes, yeah, it's, 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 it's the law working, the law being the law. And yeah. sometimes it's like, really? And, and another person that, you know, I know we're going to go to break right now, but a, 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 another, another uh, situation is going on with a player that I want to speak on, too. That's the same thing. It's the law being the law. Yeah. And when we get back for break, we'll continue on with Aaron Hernandez because yeah. I have some points and stuff. Definitely. Uh, well, let me go get some water. You do something, get some of that shine off your head and we'll be back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Now there's a new destination for video content, VoiceAmerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support. Surprise you. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neill. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover, everything. cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to J.D. Harris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Okay, so we're talking about uh, with Officer Hiller here, a.k.a. Ray Austin, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Advil, 
aka Milk Bud, aka all those other names we have for you. But um, getting back to the Aaron Hernandez case, mm. one of the things that um, I find very interesting is dealing with the circumstantial evidence. You first, you have you still don't have a weapon. The prosecution's key witnesses were supposed to be the one dude who I guess soon as they showed all three, who I guess would try to go ahead and and go ahead and start copping a deal first. Right, I agree. And (laughs) then his stuff, he's so messed up, they're like, we can't even take a thing. He said, eat him alive if we put him on a stand. So then we're going to go ahead and try to get her for his girl for obstruction of justice. And I call her Ashante. Uh, she kind of like, she's she a, a down. down chick, she's a dad. <laughs> Yo, you think I'm playing, Jay? For real, you think I'm playing? I literally was on the treadmill. <laughs> Me, baby girl was working out, and I said, "Babe, <laughs> if something happened like that to me, would you, would you, would you hide the gun?" <laughs> I just wanted to know. I just wanted to know her answer. And I was surprised. I was very surprised at her answer. But what I found also interesting is that Fulio Iglesias, meaning Aaron Hernandez, walking around the crib with a possible gun, like, dog. And then you try to destroy your home security video and stuff like that, and you don't get it. And, and, and you know, his lawyers and those like, hey, yo. And you get that. That's a lesser charge in itself anyway. I take right. the chances. But, yeah, your boy. Because that, that, be, that would be uh, tampering. tampering with evidence, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so my thing is, first of all, why would you do all that? Secondly, I mean, I know why you would do it. But why would you be walking around your crib with, with a gun, you know, showing off, bragging right. to your boys? I mean, we all got the point that the boy is stupid. Oh, that's that's given. But but as stupid as he is or has done, they can't prove that he did it. All they got to say is he was in compliance with who did it. But nobody's still saying who did it. Which right. So if he gets I mean, that's, off, that's gonna be that's saying, a, that's, that's saying a lot about her. You know his his fiance, not his wife. His fiance, like, I mean, she's literally putting her safety and her life on, on, you know, just as just as well as he is, you know, right now, just to protect him. That's crazy, man. Well, technically, she didn't because she still had to testify. She just blew it up for the DA. Like I was saying, she said, you know, she had this box. All right. And she said, you know, she didn't know what was in it. OK, whatever. But then you say you smell a skunky smell to it. So I assumed it was marijuana. OK, whatever. You know, and, you know, when I think about that, it's just like, well, I, you know, you and I both own firearms and I know how heavy they are. You know what I'm saying? And then. Then you've got marijuana that's, you know, leaving in, in the bag. What's going to weigh what? You know what I mean? Like, even if he, there's no way the, the marijuana, even if it was full to the capacity, it still couldn't have weighed as much as a Glock or a 45 or, you know what I'm saying? He could so add for, a, for, for that. He, he could add a nice pipe up in there. 
and the box could have been heavy. Yeah, in my in my as a as a grown man that thinks, I would have said that he probably hid the gun in his weed box. <laughs> That's yeah. a doggy smell to it. He held it. He hid the gun in the weed box. That's pretty much what he did. Yeah, but, but you know, it, but it, you know, it's it's. It's crazy that we, you know, in not, not jumping away from, you know, now, you know, the last couple of weeks we've been dealing with the Darren Sharper deal, you know, you know, nine well, did years you see his picture? You know, for a guilty plea. Hey, but did you see his picture? No. What, what picture? Oh, like his recent picture at court, you know, he got he got the George Jefferson going, his thin hair out. Is, uh, no, they got it's, it's on our Facebook page. Click on the actual picture. It, it was like he was out there bad. But it's interesting. He pleaded guilty to the other places. And to New Orleans, he pleaded not guilty. So See, I'm, I want because so you know why, right? I'm wondering who, what's going to happen next? Who else is going to get tied up into this? Well, okay. So it's, it's funny you said that because I didn't know that. The, the, in New Orleans... In New Orleans, he is going to, if he gets found guilty, um, he may have to serve hard time. Now, I don't know what hard time is for a, 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 a rape convic- conviction in New Orleans is totally different from any other state. So if he ends up getting found guilty, which I think that's why he, he, he you know, he decided to say not, not guilty. Or didn't give a guilty plea is because I think he has to do serve time and what they call hard time as well. So I was like, what the heck is hard time? Is that like making, you know, is that making license plates? Is that, no, that you know, crushing rocks? rocks? I mean, that's crazy, though. So in there, I think New Orleans is the only place that they, they, that they can tack on to the nine years that he has. But, you know, when I look at that, you're like, man, you know. He he was found he was found guilty, and he got nine years for raping. Like you know, he this was premeditated. You know what I'm saying? Premeditated rape. Like, I, I mean, I don't know what to say about that. Premeditated rape, and then you get nine years. It's like I look at that as you know, what if that was my you know my wife or my sister, my you know cousin or you know my good friend that's a female, and you know she was just she saw and met him that day, and he. He premeditated to rape her. Like, that's crazy. That's what? crazy. And that leads me to think who he, what else has he, has he become an informant? Who else has he told some stuff on? Because, you know, mm, that's you know true. Saying? It's like, that's true. Because, you know, especially you remember, when you they remember. start throwing that rumor out at first, like saying Reggie yep. Bush, and I'm not going to assume that you, you don't ever want to put that to someone's name, but. I feel like he has thrown somebody else under the bus. And you know what's get- so messed up about that, dude? That you know what's so messed up about that is just because now we've not just we, but they have tied the name Reggie Bush and Darren Sharper together, and all you got to do is Google that, and that's what comes up. And that that's now a part of his 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 uh, internet history. Yeah, his legacy. Uh, that's 
That's his legacy. His legacy could be like Reggie Bush, USC. Reggie Bush, Heisman Trophy winner. Reggie Bush, Darren Sharper, involved in that rape. You know, you know what I'm saying? That's like that's that's so that's so jacked up. And I mean, like I said, until he's proven or even that's even brought up, I don't even see why they even bring up Reggie Bush's name and anybody yeah. else's until you know until something changes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but yo, did you did you hear about uh, what's your boy? No, no, no! Your boy that uh, the uh, in, uh, Indiana Pacer, they got uh, stabbed. No, Chris Copeland. Chris, let me get his name right. I want to make sure I got this dude's name right. Uh, Chris Copeland. Yeah, Indiana Pacers. Bro, is was in in New York, Okay, was leaving at four a.m. They're there for a game. The game is. You do the math on that. Tuesday, 4 in the morning, you got a game Wednesday night. You out in the club, all right? Whatever. That's a whole other story. But this dude, tried, a promoter tried to come up to him and, uh, you know, just was trying to, you know, you know, get into his ear or whatnot. And, the, and you know, Copeland was like, nah, man, I, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. Do you know that the dude stabbed him? And yeah. now he's in the hospital. And then the dude, the dude that stabbed him ended up, Stabbing the two girls that he was with. Wow! Yeah. So two two of the Atlanta Hawks was also in the same was in the same club. I think they got a game there too, and they end up getting arrested because they were part of the interference. They were trying they were trying to figure out what was going on. And, you know, they existed. To, uh, they were there uh, resisting arrest or whatnot, and they end up getting uh, arrested as well. But some dude just came up, stabbed him. And then stab the two girls too at the same time. Wow, you know it goes back to one thing that Tony Dungy said. He's he was like, anything after 20, ten o'clock, there's nothing that good happens after ten o'clock out on the streets. The next thing he said, nothing good happens with new or or strange women. And mm-hmm. it was like a, th- a third that I forgot. But even though I know I'm reading in this case, it was his wife. No, it uh, wasn't his wife. It was his. It, it was his ex fiance, but they were still real close and still real cool. So it had to be some dude that was probably stalking her and then saw her talking to him. And he probably went in and got both of them like that. Yep. And that's why I tell people like you, while I've never been in favor of like being at clubs and stuff like that is just, yeah. it's more bad that comes out of it than good. Yeah. Well, especially if you're supposed to be, you know, you got a game Wednesday night. I mean, well, basketball is different. That I mean, that happens all the time. Those guys, well, it di- it'd be different because they could sleep all during the day. And guess what? Now they're going to be live. They're going to be nice and ready to go when it's time for their shoot around at four or five p.m. Because they don't slept True. until ten o'clock, eleven o'clock. But that just when I when I heard about that, it just it's one of those things that go, man. You don't even have to be doing wrong. To still end up being in some 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 mess, you can just be minding your business, and and that happens a lot. People always want to accuse you know players that are doing you know all, yeah you hear about all the guys that are doing mess yeah it happens, but then you hear something like this and people think you know man all you hear is the first headline you know Chris Copeland was stabbed like oh he did something then you hear two women you're like oh he was in some you know some BS and until you hear the whole story and realize what the whole story was by that time it's too late. 
Everybody already got their pre, you know, whatever they thought was, as they read those first four or five lines, that's all they needed to hear, and that's what, what they believe. Yeah, you talking about the Twitter world now. It's like every you got 143 characters, and they gonna know that's all they need. And so, well, we got a couple more, and then we're gonna talk about some NCAA basketball and some football, Ray's favorite sports. So, uh, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to go ahead and take a break and we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you ready to talk sports with a passion? Get ready for Cheap Shots with Luther Broughton and Micah Warren. We'll start off with the NFL pretty much always, but the talk moves along from there. We'll talk about the events of the week, opinions from the big names, and predictions of what's to come. Plus, we'll get to hear from you, the ultimate fan. Don't let the name of the show fool you. We're in it for the good stuff. Cheap Shots can be heard live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. You are going global with gas. Man. Is that Matt the intern? That's here. I look, I made the show. Dude, you totally made it, man. You were doing the Big Brother tryout today. All right, all right, all right. Kevin. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Matt. All right, let's come on. Let's play drug code. Where'd you learn that, Cheech? Drug school. Uh, we're going to play some porno music or not. And this is the game that we play that you're going to hear some music, and it's either from a porno or it's not. Live every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific time on the VoiceAmerica.com variety channel. Going global with gas. Man. How the hell do they know that I got gas? It's time for a look at sports from Behind the Lens with Pete Delonzo. This show provides an inside focus on what goes on in the sports world that you don't hear about on most sports talk radio shows. There have been a lot of changes in the way sports on television is presented. This includes rules, looks, and attitudes. Pete Delonzo has a 30-year-plus Emmy Award-winning career working behind the scenes in sports coverage. Now you can get the real story behind the lens with Pete Delonzo. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Sports. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144, 1-888-346-9144, or send an email to Harris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Thank you, Tammy. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we, we just went with a basic name today. So I know you didn't do this, but me, I've been following, I follow all sports for the most part. So... Watching the final four, and I would just want to let people know until Wisconsin got robbed, my mm-hmm. elite eight was perfect to the point where people on Facebook thought I was lying about when I made my bracket. I had to show them back in my timeline that I had posted that back when the tournament before it started. I had Notre Dame in there, Michigan State. I really thought that I knew that. Wisconsin, because Bo Ryan, 
even when you were at Platteville, Bo Ryan was the basketball coach of Platteville there. And then I when I worked there, he was leaving. He was leaving out the door. So I got about a month or two with Bo Ryan there in Platteville. And uh, Bo Ryan uh, won nine championships at the Division three level. So I was like, give him some time. I knew Wisconsin's program was going to come around. And the Big Ten, kind of like the SEC for football, that's how the Big Ten is for basketball. And okay. uh, so uh, Bo Ryan, when they beat Kentucky, I just thought, like, well, first of all, they had the depth and they had the length to deal with them. And but do you think Kentucky was a more athletic? Oh, by far, but better team. But uh, Comiskey nullified some of the things that Kentucky could do because, first of all, up until this last game, they don't turn over the ball very much and they don't foul mm-hmm. very much. Then, mm-hmm. when you have a seven footer that's like out there, like Dirk Nowitzki, that can handle the ball and shoot a J like unconsciously. So now you don't change, you don't nullify that athleticism because now you got five people that can shoot J's. So mm-hmm. now you it puts the pressure on the defense on, okay, now everybody's, you know, at first you're used to sinking back, but now you got a big, uh, a 6 11 guy that's having to defend a perimeter. And that's yeah, very, hey, that puts them, that's <laughs> just like a fish out of water. So anyway, you got that win, but. I'll stop there so we could go ahead and talk about the post conference. Then we'll talk about the championship game. Oh man, man! <laughs> There's something that we all we if anybody's in radio, TV, <laughs> that a, a, a interview press conference in your life. There's something called a hot mic, and you should always know if there's a live mic going. It's called a hot mic, and I've and I've done it. Sometimes I've, I've I've done it too, but I haven't said anything you know uh, ridiculous. But you know I've been like, man, I gotta go to the bathroom. Ooh, my stomach hurt. Got a fart. You know something like that. But this guy, I mean, what was the guy's name? What's the kid's name? I don't even remember the kid's name. One of the Harrison, the Harrison brother. <sighs> I mean, golly, like <sighs> I don't know if I was more embarrassed for him or us. I guess that's the best way to put it. I guess that's the best way I can put it. See, I will say this. I was like, Harrison and them, you know, they from the streets. I w- and I don't like that being used, especially in that environment. But then when he's calling Comiskey of all people, Comiskey, right. who looks like Napoleon Dynamite, right. he was probably like his street cred just went up about 10 points. Because yeah. if he but was they, said see, about... See, and that's my problem with it, though. That's my only little issue with it because I was like, people played played it light because it was a white guy. I think people played it real light because they were like, "Oh, they literally probably took the word and were like, oh, he's meaning it as this.'" And you know what I'm saying? The D-A. If, if he would have, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, okay, if if I think if it was a black player, it would have it would have been a total. It had been a it had been a riot on social media. Not as much. I mean, it was a little bit, you know, for this so one. If but it was a white player saying it, it definitely would have been some issue. Oh, we're not even going there. We ain't even going there. If it was a white person saying it, it would have been a total different situation. Everybody, Which, we would all 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 the all the you know the, the all the 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 uh, so called you know guys would have came out and start talking about you know uh, yeah. we can't have that and so you know, the, what's 
And this is, again, I don't think anyone should say it. Have I said it, use it? Yep, I have. But I'll say this. Like, for example, my brother. We call Brent Black. Now, hey, Black, or you might call your sister ugly. It's okay if I call my sister ugly or my brother Black. But you, being outside my family, you call my sister ugly, we're going to have a problem. You call my brother Black. And so people need to understand that. Like uh, my sister-in-law, her and her sister call each other Gorda, which means fat. And so Gorda, Gorda. But now, as somebody else, yeah. But if somebody else called them Gorda, oh yeah, it, it's like oh you're me. So people have to understand what you say to your family. Like you and I are boys, and we talk about each other bad. But right. somebody else talk about you bad. I'm gonna be like, right. slop. That's my dude. You right. know, right. you don't have that type of relationship. But but is it two sides of the coin on that? You know what I mean? Like, can it, would would you get mad at someone that was singing lyrics, yep. a rap lyric? You would get mad that they would sing every lyric and until they got up to that word, and then skipped over it. You'd be okay with it, but if you they said it, you'd you'd have a problem with it. Yeah, I, I have a problem with them putting it on music. Period. I think about the movie thank White you. Chicks. Number one, I, thank you. That's the first thing. But yeah, that's the first thing. So I have a problem with them putting it out on music. But then the second thing is, just because they say it and it's in a lyric, I don't have to repeat everything I hear. Because I know certain things, if I repeat, there are repercussions and consequences that come with it. And I'm not willing to deal with them all. So you need to know your lane and your role. Even though it's some music, it's some other music, just like that fraternity in Oklahoma State that was saying what they didn't have to repeat it. That you made a conscious choice to. So if you're making a conscious choice to repeat something, then you have to deal with the consequences, whether it's good or bad. That's good. I I, I can. It, it also seems that 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 can be very, like if you look at some of the um, the, the, the 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 you know like everybody puts certain videos out there and whatnot, and then when you see a child do something, and then they you know either listen to a hip hop song or they say that, say that word, people immediately go in on the parents, right? Mm-hmm. Right. If they're white parents. And then what if it's a, if it's a black parent to the black I child? I would still get on them because they shouldn't be, they shouldn't be using it. I mean, I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just, I'm just, you know, throwing that out there. And it, it for me, listening to dude say that, it it almost kind of uh, it's embarrassing to a sense of like you know the way he you know talking about this guy and you you know and the guy was a white guy so it, I I get he was trying to he was he was being himself and probably using it he'd use that against a black guy and a white guy you could tell yeah he tell just that, that would have came out it, right he that would have came that, that, that conversation would came out a little different object like right. me with mug that, Exactly. That was that was he was using that word as an object that that was that was nice. There was no complexion. There was no black and was no white. But then when you hear him say it and then you hear the way it was said and, 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 and how it was put off into the to the media, you're like, man, it's a, it's it's still embarrassing. It still is, you know, because then we 
you know, because you've if you if you notice how how TV and, and the internet like that word now is not even it's a part of vocabularies now for everybody, and it's yeah, sad. I, like, but it is. I had my thing is like Skip Bayless said, and I don't normally agree with him, but when he said it was more of the f problem. When he was like, F that, whatever, that followed that, anything after that wasn't good, period. And that's right. the issue at, at, at hand. And the boy, the young man was just relaxed, and he's wrong as two left feet. I want to make it clear, I do not support what he did. But you got him and his element of, I'm pissed off, yeah. and, it's like, and I'm young and dumb. Right. Had his guard down. He but, definitely had his but, guard down. But sure. I give him credit. You know what? I said it. I owned it and moved on. And now it's a mute point. A moot point uh, in terms of how I look at it. I'm gonna tell you something that that you want to hear something shocking. What's so crazy? If you watch any reality show or you watch any show that's live and you watch them beep out the f word, the mf word. And the S word, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But they do not bleep out the word nigga. And I just said it because we can say it. Because on TV, you can watch TV and hear that word, but you you can't. So you trying to tell me I can't hear MF and F and S, but you can hear that word? And it's, it's, well, it's okay? I thought with all uh, broadcasts and telecasts now that they delayed it anyway because of uh, Janet Jackson and them um, from the Super Because of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because of that. I, I'm saying that you could literally put on a, I mean, let's just face it, you could put on Dave Chappelle right now. Well, back when it was playing, you know, you can play reruns of Dave Chappelle. You can put Key and Peel on. You could put, I'm. Mean, you can put you different shows on, but you that, that does not get deleted out. But you do hear the F-bomb and the M-bomb, you know, those get deleted out. That's that's just weird to me. When I think about that, I'm like, that's that's interesting. Like, why, why, why if that word has so much power, why is it still being able to be said with, without it being bleeped? Touchy issue, so <laughs> it is. It is, but that's real talk, though. It's, it's that's that's why we're talking about it. It's real talk. I mean, and I and you know we we should do one day, not not in a, you know not not to get all crazy with it, but just have somebody on that we 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 know, you know what I'm saying? That that's in our group that we like, man. That's my dude, and he'd be a white guy. We need to have him on and just have him have this conversation. He'll probably feel a little, little. <laughs> he'll probably you know squirm a little bit, but that's that's. But that's, see, that's I, why never, we do it. I I will say this. I never liked that, and especially when I felt like it gave a pass to people, whether they're white and stuff like that. I've never been in agreement of doing it in that manner because there's some people that grew up with us that felt like, oh, it's okay for me. No, it's not because you go to the wrong yeah. at the wrong time or you just get it at that point of your life because we all evolve and then you're not hanging around with a certain sect anymore, things like that. Yep. And so now you feel like you have the green card to go ahead and be still be like, so how about we never started? Right. I, I'm, I wouldn't even give one of my friends that type of privilege to say that because I would never want them to go into another place of people that <laughs> and get and get they you know tail whipped up on because I oh I said it around my other black friend and they, no no I never met that that was never the case. <laughs> So anyway, we'll go back to break real quick. We'll be right back. The opening kickoff. 
off is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144, 1-888-346-9144, or send an email to Harris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Well, welcome back. Uh, you know, I'm going to move on from the conversation we had with the word, but man, as I'm looking too, it's just more and more catch this uh being arrested, but we're gonna go on beyond that. Uh and it's talk off season, about, man. Yeah, no, I'm looking at Will Allen uh getting charged <laughs> with a hit and run and a Ponzi Did you scheme. see that man? Yeah. Did you see <laughs> the Ponzi scheme? Oh yeah. Did you see how much money that he raised? 18 million. No, 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 31 no, no. From 31 the million. 31. Dang, where was so I, don't, I needed him? <laughs> right. So, so I don't know if anybody knows what what happened, but what Allen basically he's he's a former he played with the I remember when I remember him with the Giants and I think the Patriots I think no he was with Miami for a while Miami but I remember with the Giants but anyway defensive back right yep so I guess when he got out he decided to be like a open up a like a you know like a LLC of a, like a, an investment group and which you know a lot of guys do because if you play in a higher level you know, like the you a first round draft pick, and you've been a first round. You know, you give that first round money contract at the contract. You know, you end up being a part of a group of guys. It just, you know, the, the Brett Favre's, the, you know, the 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 payment. Pay you you get to be in that group of guys that 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 salary cap. <laughs> but anyway, he ended up being a former player, and now he basically helps out players that you know if they needed a loan loan for business or if they needed a loan for money, you know, for, for any other reason, or if they were getting it, about to get their contract and they needed, you know, and then wanted to make some type of, you know, needed some money up front, his company and his partner would front that money and they end up, and then they would basically, yeah, and they would basically, you know, invest it in something else. So I don't know. Uh, anyway, let me go. We we gonna we gonna pass that for a sec because I got to do my Houston. We got a problem. It's kind of funny because I don't know about you. You know, actually, I know you. 
me, me and you are big video game guys, right? So, so go ahead, Kev. Houston, we have a problem. On cue! On cue! <laughs> <laughs> on problem, right? He was on cue. Anyway, I know a lot of y'all are video gamers. I mean, if you got a cave, you got a video game. You got to have some console in there. And I don't... It, what was the best football game, Jay? Madden. By far. Come on, son. The first. The best. Tecmo Bowl. Thank you. The first one with Bo Jackson and Marcus Allen. Okay. So that's funny you said that. So Willie Goat had an uh, interview, and he said he was the king on Tecmo Bowl. <laughs> now, I know people think, like, why is this even funny? If you are a video game head, a Tecmo Bowl head, Willie Goat was good. Don't get me wrong, but he was not what made that game. Bo Jackson is what made Tecmo Bowl. Yeah, because you can reverse that. Because you reverse his uh, thing on his pitch, and he goes the opposite way, and Bo used to get down. Dude, like Bo it was, was hard for me as much as I love on Tecmo Bowl. As much as I love Walter Payton, I had to go with Bo and Marcus because they were the only two backs in the backfield. Bo Jackson was unstoppable. Willie Go had couldn't hold Bo Jackson's shoes on Tecmo Bowl. I love Willie Go, y'all. He's a former Tennessee Vol. That's my guy. Love him to death. Still, I think he's the oldest, fastest man in the world or something like that. But yep. you get a Houston, we got a problem on that, bro. You're not even first. You're not even second. I'd go. I'd get Peyton, man, Peyton Walter Peyton before I would still pick Willie Go. Yeah, by Houston, I have a problem is this goes against the same person I was rooting for, Bo Ryan. Man, you can't go and start pointing fingers after the game. Y'all lost. You took the, your players took the game away from themselves. They should have continued on when uh, Okafor was in foul trouble, put the ball in the paint, get some more fouls, or take advantage with a lesser opponent uh, defender in the paint, and they didn't do it. So, Bo, you didn't say it when it helped you win against Kentucky, uh, the officiating. And, again, I like you, but I got to call a spade a spade. And, Bo Ryan, we got a problem. Um, wow. Yeah, I, 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 was a little, I was a little shocked at that one. But – Speaking of shock, uh, we should be hearing some news on Adrian Peterson today. Uh, the rumors going on with Jay Cuddy uh, trying oh, to get geez. traded to, uh, to Tennessee. That's not going to happen. That's uh, not going to happen. But I could see the other scenarios with Tennessee trading, you know, out of that second pick. Uh, I forgot who the other team was rumored to be. Um, possibly Washington. Um, mm. It was some other teams. Um, that would be in it, and who who knows? I don't know necessarily if Jameis is a lock for one still. I agree. I don't. I, I agree. I, I I think if I'm Tampa Bay, I ride it. I try to see who else is showing some heat for him. Which I don't think the heat is as much as they think. They could trade back three spots and still probably get him. And get some picks. Uh, and, and no disrespect to, to, to Winston at all, man, because I think the guys going to have a great, you know, NFL career. But, you know, knowing Lovey, you know, Lovey's a dude about character. So I, I think that, you know, what Ray was saying is Lovey's a, a guy that deals with character and that, you know, find it hard for Lovey 
to go ahead and uh, sign on with a guy like Jameis. Me personally, I think that a lot of things are smoke and mirrors until it actually happens. Uh, And we know this. I'm not with a team until my contract is signed. I mean, I've seen it with Dave McGinnis with the Bears, where the Bears have said, we have Dave McGinnis, he's our new head coach, and Dave McGinnis ain't signed the contract. (laughs) So uh, I think the same goes with this situation. I don't know if he's necessarily the lock. You know, the D lineman from USC is supposed to be the best person on the draft board. Love, he's a defensive guy. If and I believe that young man could come in and play that three technique in a Tampa two. Now he has another mm. Warren Sapp. There you go. Yeah. You know, you could trade a Mike Glennon, somebody like that. Uh, I'm not, I'm not sold necessarily Winston as the first pick and I'm definitely not sold with Mariota as the second pick. Uh, and I definitely don't think Chicago and Fox would go with a young quarterback I can see Fox looking for a veteran quarterback draft day. Mm. So it's good. It's good. Sounds, huh? Sounds good. I like it. I like it. <laughs> it's going to be interesting, uh, you know, even with the running backs, because, uh, you know, Georgia's girly is coming back. But yep. um, do you take him or do you take a guy that I like doesn't him have more. injury? I like him, dude. I liked I like him, but I like Gordon, too. I think Gordon's more complete than him. Yeah. Uh, and, and before before we get out of here, man, I, I want to send a shout out to Eric Berry with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. It just was said that he's he's been taking this chemo and things are going well. And I know how social media is, and you know we hear something about something somebody, you know, months ago, and we forget all about them. But I want to send a shout out to Eric Berry, one of the Tennessee Volunteer greats. One of the greatest t- Tennessee volunteer defensive backs to ever come through there. I just want to say, man, we love you, and we're glad you're doing well. And you got a lot of praying people out here for you, brother. And this this whole cancer thing, man, it sucks. And you know, uh, unfortunately, I lost my mother to cancer, and you know, even some of our family members are dealing with it. So you know, it's just good to hear some good news with somebody just as you know, it's um, just awesome as Eric Berry. So shouts out to them, man. Shouts out to the Kansas City Chiefs for keeping everybody uh, up to date with everything. Yeah, that that's real, and I am looking forward. Uh, we're getting close to that draft time mm, and yeah. I kind of live for those moments just to see how those puzzles are getting together. And so I'll be spending the next couple days as I'm still recuperating from my injuries and trying to get, uh, try to predict how this draft is going to go. So, well, I got lucky, man. I'm going to, I'm going to end up going cause everybody knows it's here in Chicago. So I'm going to end up going with come up my buddies and some other teammates and we're going to enjoy it, man. Cool. All right. Well, Hey, Ray, it was good catching up, and I will holler at you. See you guys. Chicago Fire Wednesdays. Check it out. Peace. Peace. All right, we're just about out of here, but make sure you come on back next Wednesday at 6 p.m. East, 3 p.m. West for another edition of The Man Cave with J.D. Harris and Ray Austin on the Voice America Sports Channel. See you soon.